Hello out there, ladies and gents. Welcome to another episode of the Dillcast. You've got me, your East Coast representative in the U.S., Grizz. What's up? How you doing? Uh, Gob, our West Coast representative. Do you want to shout out anything at the start of the podcast, Gob? Yeah, I'd like to shout out the Ukraine and Haley. Oh, yeah. Big, <laughs> very casual <laughs> reference to the horrible war <laughs> going on right now. <clears throat> How about our UK representative, uh, Mr. Stuart Jip? Would you like to say anything? Yeah, I'd also like to shout out the Ukraine. Keep on trucking, guys. Uh, don't let those Ruskies uh, give you any jip. Don't those funny Ruskies <laughs> pull one over on yeah. you. Don't let those Follies Ruskies... Uh, walk all over you just you know if a russian comes up to you and says get in the van you, you just say no and you just keep walking okay mm-hmm. and tell tell your local policeman you know yeah and tell your lo- tell, tell a policeman yeah exactly i think you might have to say net and not no yeah Nyet. but you know a punch in the dick is universal language for get the fuck away from me <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but you know what Mr. I got a few words to say to you, Mr. Putin. Mr. Putin, you're Mr. President of, of Russia or whatever. I got a few words for you. I think you should knock it off and you should wind your neck in, mate. That's what I reckon. I think. Pa- he's pack it right bald. in, you silly sod. Asshole. Bald su- asshole. You suck, Putin. Yeah, you've got no hair. I'm going bald. I'm not. I'm, is, it the, is it the case that the instant I become bald, I lose all value? Well, let me ask you this. Just because you're going bald, did you want to start a war? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking of maybe doing a little war with Cyprus or something. Just a little one. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Lithuania. It's pretty much just me, uh, and I'm trying to annex like Cyprus. I don't think it's going to go that well. No, I don't think it'll go that. I mean, I'm pretty, you. I'm pretty big. I'm a pretty big guy. Maybe they'll be like, okay, we don't want any trouble. Fine, take it. Oh fuck! It's maybe if you become, maybe if you tried that in like Liechtenstein, because there's not a whole lot of people there. If you're the mm-hmm. biggest person there, how are they going to stop you? Yeah, it's true. I just push them all down. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just playground push. <laughs> I rule your country now. Your president has an announcement for you. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Oof. That'll that'll show them. That'll show those <laughs> citizens. Mm. Anyway, yeah, mutually assured destruction is the only end where that ends. So uh, anyway, what's going on in the Dill world today? We all good? We everyone okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm great. I had a I slept longer than I meant to and had a really fucking weird dream. Let's... Oh yeah, can we hear about the dream? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. So it was kind of like out in the countryside, and there was two houses and a church along the same stretch of road. Mm. Uh, I lived in one house, and what ended up being my mortal enemy lived in the other house. Mm. And if you've ever seen the animated Anastasia movie, you know the Don Bluth one. I haven't seen it, but I know how it looks on that. Yeah, um, it was Rasputin from that movie, specifically. <laughs> well, animated like, character like, Rasputin. Yeah, animated, green skin, long beard and robe, Rasputin mm. was, like, living in that house, and he wanted to, like, suck the magic out of my soul. You guys are like the odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were, actually. <laughs> 
Was he successful? Did he manage to suck the magic out of your soul? No, no, because there were these three big dogs that uh, were owned by the person who owned the church that that was next door to both of us. Mm. And so it was like my house, the church, Rasputin's house. And Mm. the family that ran the church lived in the church building when it wasn't time for church services. And they had these three Mm. big ass dogs. And Rasputin was deathly terrified of those dogs. Okay, well that's worked out really well then. So he wouldn't he wouldn't try to cross the he wouldn't try to climb over the fence to get into my yard to attack. Would he me. sort of come towards your house doing like claw hands kind of like <laughs> and then he'd see the dogs and he'd be like <laughs> He was trying to get this like artifact from my house. And Were if the I... dogs animated? the dogs animated or No, <laughs> only Rasputin was animated. <laughs> okay, fair Everything enough. else I mean, was I... real. It was weird. Okay, that that is really weird. It's like a really really weirdly specific Roger Rabbit. But it was also just normal in the dream. So he's trying to yeah, break into my was, house yeah. to steal a baseball my dad signed because my dad was dead in the dream and it was like the last thing he left me. So it had was like he a baseball this... player or something. No. <laughs> Why do you, what does he sign a baseball for? I don't know. But he signed, this is my baseball. Don't, was, let me touch my baseball. He, ba- he was like it. an accountant, but he signed his name on a baseball <laughs> and gave it to me. Yeah, I suppose it's better than signing like some files or something. <laughs> Makes sense. He signed a clipboard. Yeah, my son's favorite clipboard. Here you go. <laughs> so Rasputin was trying to steal the baseball because it had this like magical significance because of its sentimentality. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Of course he was, yeah. And I had to break into his house to steal something to defend myself from him, and I didn't know what it was. And I was afraid of those three big dogs. Fucking dumb. So it was like... Break into Rasputin's house to steal a a 38. (laughs) Yeah, just blow his brains out. (laughs) (laughs) Which wouldn't even help, because he's undead. It's Uh, it's, it's the same character. It's him after he's been murdered in that movie. Should I watch the Anastasia movie? I am quite interested in watching it. I liked it. If if, mm. if anything, the animation's really good. It's it's Bluth. It was one of Don Bluth's last big budget <laughs> movies, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah. He's still around. That old Don Bluthy is he still doing his uh, animation school thingy? Yeah, I think so. That's the last thing I remember him doing. He was doing like Kickstarters to like re- restore dragons. I think he wants to make a Dragon's Lair movie or something. That's kind of cool. And then it didn't. It either didn't get funded or it got funded. Then he just did nothing. <laughs> I yeah. forget. He's eighty four, still alive. He started oh, a we'll no fund me. <laughs> no fund me. <laughs> I don't need your money, but if you want to donate, fuck you. He spent all of the Dragon's Lair money on an iron lung. He spent all the Dragon's Lair money on Dragon Ball merchandise. <laughs> Yeah, he produces the movie and puts it out, but because he's become somewhat senile, he accidentally makes a Dragon Ball movie. I fucking love Broly. (laughs) (laughs) He's the legendary Super Saiyan. (laughs) That's that's better than Super Saiyan 2 or 3, or even 4. It's legendary. I based the character of Fievel on Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) He didn't transform none. <laughs> At least but not he could have. There's a couple <laughs> but, of main differences. Difference number one, he's a goddamn mouse. Difference number two, he's a Jew. Uh, difference number three, ev- it, 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 there is no, there are no, there are no similarities. 
<laughs> Difference it's, number three, everything else. It was a ruse. It was a ruse. A classic Tom Baluth shape. Just trying to try to capitalize on the popularity of Dragon Ball Z at the time. Hey, you kids! You kids ever see We're Back a Dinosaur Story? All every child in the world just goes, "No." Remember the part in American Tale when they sang, "There are no cats in America." There are no. Well, what I wanted them to sing was. Chala, head chala. <laughs> hey, hey, this is the Dragon Ball Z song. Yeah, we are mice in America. Don Bluth, Whoa. baby. We're mice in America. Whoa. I was thinking We're that too. We're the mice in America. Everybody, Whoa. look at my whiskers go around. Go round, yeah. I liked Gobs. Dragon Ball song very much. Chala, yeah, Chala. Hey, I am Don Bluth, baby. I don't know As why I wanted see. them talking about me and, and, and like the mice he's... singing about me in the movie, but it felt good at the time. <laughs> he, sounds like a, he sounds like an old scat man. <laughs> Don Bluth, baby. As you can see, in the original red prints of the manga, you can see Bulma's breasts and nipples. However, in the color reprints, they've censored her breasts. I will never I forgive this, was this for what they've done to her nipples. <laughs> Make them invisible. Across the goddamn ocean to take away Bulma's nerves. <laughs> Five will cross the, cross the ocean and made it all the way to King Kai's planet to learn how to use the spirit bomb. <laughs> Hi, I'm Don Bluth. Did you know that when Viz printed the, their localization for the Dragon Ball manga, they colored in a portion of Mr. Popo's mouth to make it look like he isn't blackface? Unforgivable. I thought <laughs> Unforgivable to make it look like it wasn't blackface. <laughs> That's censorship, and I don't agree. <laughs> I thought this was America. That's the entire public service announcement. It just ends on unforgivable. <sighs> Here in America, we don't change things to cater for modern tastes. When I was a kid, I mean, I, uh, maybe I shouldn't tell any stories from when I was a kid. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to walk around in blackface all the time. It was just a fun thing. To, it was just a fun thing to do. Of course, the black kids will also walk around in blackface and become doubly black. Every that's it brought us all together. <laughs> it's like it's like someone told me. Ken told me this that the movie Volcano ends like that. That everyone gets covered in soot, and one of the character realizes that they're actually all alike after all, or something. Like that's a real thing that happens in the movie. <laughs> what? A- Everyone's covered in soot from the for the volcano and. Then they they all you know they're all sort of in soot blackface, and one of the characters genuinely realizes like I was like oh no, racism is bad. Wasn't this like, like a this is a real apparently movie? this is real? Yeah, apparently this is really what happens in the movie. I've not bothered to watch it because it sounds disgusting. I remember volcano, and I remember like Dante's Peak, where like they came around at around the ro- the same time. I think. Yeah, there was a spate of Volcano movies. Was yeah, that was volcano. also in 1997. They both came out in the same yeah. year. Dante's Peak, Lava Time, 
boom, big hill with a hole in it, uh, exploding rock, magma time, uh, a sequel to lava time, um, molten rock, molten rock time. I like it's just called molten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd, oh I'd, shit! I'd see Krakatoa is Krakatoa is Bakatoa. Uh, I remember I there was a scene in movies. one of those movies where some guy like tried to clear a gap over some lava. And totally yeah. fucked it and landed like in the lava, standing straight up and just kind of melted vertically downward while screaming. It's kind of badass. And I'm just like, that That looks like it hurts. I'm nine years ow, old when this movie came ow, out. Ow, uh, ow, it's hot. Ow. Uh, lava, ow. Lava I, I fell in the lava. Mom, I fell in the lava and it's hot. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like Deep Impact and Armageddon coming out in like the same year. God, I'm obsessed now with the idea of falling into molten lava and just being like, "Ow, <laughs> ow, my arm, <laughs> ow, my hand went in the lava and it hurts." <laughs> ow, my fingers brushed against the lava and I got a mild burn. Ow, because of convection, I've died from going even remotely near the lava. <laughs> Yeah, that's really how it should be. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, the lava's right there. So yeah, but if you were right there, you'd already be dead. Lava, 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 lava. How does it work if you're like... <clears throat> um, I hear that if you're like falling out of an airplane or something, that the impact wouldn't be the thing that kill you. you like die from like... Uh, like the lava. What? Yeah, the lava. <laughs> yeah, if you fell um from a plane and you landed in lava, providing the lava was deep enough, you might be able to swim out and and survive. Yeah, just it would just hurt because lava's it's hot. Called... But if you were able to get out and get some cold, like some ice on it or something, terminal lavosity. Hmm, that's the movie. <laughs> So you would die before you hit the ground, though, wouldn't you? That, that's what the terminal velocity is, right? I think. I mean, I I just like the idea that, like, essentially, you a dead body, a dead body is just raining down from the sky and just flops on the earth. Something that would I think would be a funny way to die, or a funny thing to do with a corpse, would be put it in Superman clothes, fly over a city, and just drop it from a plane. Yeah, that's pretty good. I would. I think that would be pretty funny. I mean, that's providing that you can avoid hitting someone and killing them, obviously, which you probably can't. Hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of people. Yeah, there's lots of people in cities. They're very populous. Populous. Well, what you can do is you could launch. Oh God! Launch the body into the side of a building. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. With a little leg sticking out. That would be good. Oh man! <clears throat> should we should we review the Dilbert comic? Yeah, Get that out of the way. Yeah, let's hit that Dill button. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First of all, first of all, first of all, because I always forget to do this. I said I wasn't going to do this anymore, but I I really enjoy the banality of it. So I am going to keep doing it if that's okay with you guys. It's May- what's what happened on this day, <clears throat> May fourteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, uh, hell of a hell of a day, guys. Really day amazing. We'll live in infamy. Yeah. Okay. Um, in sports history, 
It's the first time since 1948 that a player hit six consecutive doubles, and that was uh, Kirby Puckett. I believe they're talking about baseball, because I don't know anything about doubles. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's Pokemon. Oh, I see. Um, they're talking about the final, ep- the final episode of the TV show Family Ties aired on NBC with a 36 million audience, so it's just huge. That is huge, especially for that yeah. time. Uh, what is Family Ties? Any of you guys watch that? Yeah. Lucky there's a Family Ties. <laughs> Luckily, there's a family who has a bunch of rope and get together, make some fucking family ties. <laughs> oh, so it's like a bondage sort of sitcom, is it? Yeah. Like an incestuous family that tie each other up and then fuck each other. Is that what that is? Mm, I mean, I was going for something a little more wholesome, but I mean, if you want. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, well, I was going for something. I've, I was going for something a little more wholesome, with the W removed from wholesome. Yeah. If you want grandma to go, oh yeah, stick that entire rope up me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I smoked too soon. I don't like this. it. <laughs> Ow! Why did I want this? Apparently, uh, and also, the last par- of all, the, the parents from Family Ties were like. Radicals in the 1960s, and now they're trying, yeah. to, and they were trying to raise like a suburban family in Reagan era America. That was hey, the whole Lois. thing. Hey, Lois. Hey, Meg. Kill yourself, Meg. Oh. Take, take your own, take an overdose, Meg. Fuck you. <laughs> he has some rope. You know what to do. I'm uh, a new and... character, bondage <laughs> grandma. <laughs> oh boy, it's Bonnie's grandma. I love what it when Bonnie's grandma comes for a what visit. What are you doing here in Cohart? I want you to tie me up and then stick stuff in my vajayla. <laughs> in my vajayla. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, I mean, uh, I think Lois might uh, disprove of Peter, her. don't disobey Bonnie's grandma. <laughs> Okay, Bonnie's grandma, I'm gonna tie you up now. <laughs> Not you! Oh boy. I want, oh boy. I want the fella from that show that was cancelled! <laughs> from across the street! Hey, it's B. Cleveland Brown. Oh! Uh, just your presence gave me a screamer! <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. It was a silent scream. <laughs> what do you want up your ass, bondage grandma? I want a rope <laughs> tied okay. inside of my butt to my face. <laughs> I don't know. I've okay. run out of ideas, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to jimmy this rope into your ass crack now. Man, if I'd done this on my show, maybe it wouldn't have been cancelled. <laughs> I've been watching the Cleveland show lately while I draw. How is it? I, I kind of like it. All right. It's really mean, though. Like, I know Family Guy is mean, but it's really, really mean. And it surprises me because I remembered it being a little less offensive than Family Guy. Like, mean in what way? Well, just like. I don't know how to explain. Like, there'll be an episode, there'll be like a character who's like a waiter or something, and the tag on the scene will be something like, oh yeah, oh, my 
down, like I, I, I've got cancer or something. Oh, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's like, it's it's hard to explain what I mean. It's like that almost every joke is is horrible, <laughs> like mean spirited, violent, or just ripping on someone for something they can't really control. Uh, it's a really super mean-spirited show, and I, I don't think it would get made now. Uh, um, not to mention it's, you know, it's a white guy voicing a black character in a show that has a lot of stuff about being black, which obviously is a little bit weird, considering that he voices Cleveland and Rallo the Kid. Who's oh, like the he does the kid, sort of like, too. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. But if there's a thing, I do like it. It's just, it is Oh, wait, he like, does Rallo? I believe so, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I like Rallo. I like yeah. Cleveland Jr. as well. I like all. I just like. I think it's a pretty decent animated sitcom. I think it got a bit of a bad rap, but I thought it was funny. Um, I just wish that it was a little bit less like, oh, like just dude, like let it, maybe one time don't go for the dark joke. You know, go be fun, but you know, keep it a bit lighter because it, it gets. I don't know. It's weird. My name but is Cleveland Brown. I am here to. to what a, that that is a catchy <laughs> song. And my I am here to share with my new family. There's old friends and new friends and even a bear. With good times and bad times, it's true love we share. Now I have found a place where everyone will know my happy black guy face. This is the Cleveland show. <laughs> I got cancer. Yeah, um, you, you need to be careful, Stu. Now you're voicing a black character. I know, but I, and I also did the original. Pilot, well, technically, um, no. He's which they changed. He's doing a uh, imitation of a. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Imitation in, in, um, is illegal. In in the original in the pilot, the lyrics was "Happy Black Guy Face," but in the show, it was "Happy Mustache Face." Yeah. Because they realized that it was just stupid. <laughs> it's like we can only get away with so much. What well, I really like we, one thing I really face. one thing I did like a lot is at the end of the first season, uh, there's a wedding and Peter and Quagmire are there and Peter's like, "Well, they made it through the season." And Quagmire's like, "Can I get my own show now?" And Peter just goes, "Quagmire, you're a rapist." <laughs> <laughs> I did think that was quite funny. <laughs> they're like okay you 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 can either change you you have to change you either have to ch you have to change it to uh either sad black guy face or happy mustache face pick one <laughs> they're like oh man this is tough uh, i want sad mustache face no it's either sad black guy or happy mustache then I'm leaving this meeting. <laughs> and I'm taking my show with me. Seth. Hello, Seth. I'm, I'm Seth. I'm Seth McFarlane. I, Hello. Uh, creator of the Orville. <laughs> oh, no. Please watch the I like the Orville, actually. Creator of excellent animated sitcom. That's it. <laughs> Hello, I'm Seth McFarland, executive producer of Border Town. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I am the and uh, the creator of Seth McFarland sings sings and swings. Oh my god, that's right. 
Start spreading the word. Start hey. spreading those cheeks. <laughs> I'm coming in like a jackhammer. No, sorry, that's horrible. I do. I, uh, <laughs> Hello, I'm Seth MacFarlane, uh, uh, director of Once Upon a, a Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that scene when I pooped in my head? Hilarious. I hear that movie was uh, not that great. I went to see it at the cinema because I enjoyed Ted. Oh, I love Ted. Yeah, there's a bit in Ted that kills me when he's being kidnapped. He's in a bag and they take him out of the car and run down the street and he just goes, <laughs> I get in a fat kid trying to run. Mm. <laughs> it's so mean that it just, I don't know, it, it caught me off guard. Ted's Ted's all right. Ted, you know, because he's, he's a little cute teddy bear, but he swears and he smokes and does drugs and stuff. I mean, you just wouldn't expect him to do that, would you? It's a real subversive uh, piece of comedy. I agree. <laughs> I'm slagging it off, but I genuinely did enjoy Ted. Oh man, I enjoyed Mark Wahlberg saying things like "Come over here." <laughs> His classic line. Yeah, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Hi, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Come I'm over Mac. here. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Come over here. Every time he said it, I would crack up. Come over here. Let me get my Come hands over. on you. Come over here. Marky uh, wants to feel what he's looking at. Come over here. Hey, I can't find my keys. Come over here and help me look for him. <laughs> I'm going to look in your purse. You look in my car. <laughs> All right, Mark. I'll try and help you find your keys. Thunder buddies for life. <laughs> Key buddies for life, <laughs> my e buddy. Hey, Curry Mark, remember Max Payne? What the what the hell happened there? Hey, Mark, remember Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? <laughs> I really liked him in uh, the other guys with Will Ferrell. That was a fun movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember liking that too. I like the opening when they pointlessly jump off the roof and die. <laughs> that that scene, <laughs> I nearly pissed my pants in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> because fucking The Rock and Samuel Jackson as the action cops, they're like, yeah, no, we'll just jump off this building and get down to ground level and keep chasing yeah. these crooks. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> and there's yeah. no bushes. And the camera angle is like a bird's eye angle after they jump, and you just watch them fall as this <laughs> action movie music is playing. And you realize... How are they going to come out of this? Like, when are we going to get the jump cut to them being on the ground again? It doesn't cut. It stays at that angle, and you watch them all the way down till they hit the fucking pavement, and they die. And that scene, I was... I, I, I was that asshole in the theater who's just, like, yeah. belly laughing and throwing popcorn. <laughs> I was like that, because when Will Ferrell was a thing, when I saw Talladega Nights in the cinema, I was like that with the knife scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm I, But I'm a weirdo, and I think Talladega Nights is one of the funniest fucking movies ever made. It's really funny. I really like it Talladega Nights. It absolutely Knights. kills me every time I watch it. Every time Sasha Baron Cohen's character speaks, I start giggling. Because he does the most aggressively shit French accent on purpose. Yeah. Say, Why did you stop the music? Was it not pleasing to your ear? 
It is. It is uh, exceedingly French. It is a. It is a. You have spilled. You have spilled my macchiato. <laughs> dangerously high levels of yeah. in that accent. But I remember the entire audience going absolutely apeshit at the bit where he sticks the knife in his leg, and then you get that immortal line from I think it's Michael Clark Duncan, the big fella. And he just goes, we use this knife to pry the other one out, and they stick the second knife <laughs> You know, I tried doing that when I was a kid. Mm. This is before Talladega Nights. Um, I was, it was just like me and my dad in the house, and he was like sleeping off a hangover. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, dad's asleep, and I'm seven years old. I'm going to go play in his stuff that I'm not supposed to touch. Hmm. And so I got into his tackle box, because he, he liked to go fishing a lot. Mm. And, you know, fucking fishing lures are shiny <laughs> and mm. colorful. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, let's go fucking get this. And I got a fucking fish hook, like, stuck in my thumb, like the side of my thumb, near where it bait, where near the base Ow. where it joins oh. my hand. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I can't get this out. This really hurts. What do I do? I don't want to wake up dad. If I wake up dad, he's going to know I was playing in his tackle box and I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> So, I had the bright idea to get another fish hook and try to dig out the first one. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah, I could just get it out. I'll push it from the other. Ow! Uh-oh. <laughs> so now I had two fish hooks stuck in my thumb. And I go wake up my dad, who's asleep on the couch. I'm like, dad, my hand. I got fish stuck in my hand. And he's just like... <sighs> You idiot. <laughs> he just yanks them both out of my oh. hand. Just rips them out of my thumb and then rolls over and goes back to sleep. Jesus Christ. And, I and went, then he wakes up and he beats your ass. I went and put a band-aid on it and some Neosporin. I still have the scar, though. Na-na-na-na-na-neo. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na
Johnny Three. Johnny Point. Johnny Four Point One. <laughs> He's got a um, a, whatever they call it. A, what are they called? A wand. It's it's like a it's just a pointer. Yeah. yeah, he's got a pointer, and he's pointing at it, and yeah, and he's set, and he says, "And as you can see, next panel, close up of Dilbert. He's got some vibrations coming off his nose. Uh oh, I got an itch in my nose. Next panel, he's got one hand on the uh, flip chart. Can't scratch it now without looking unprofessional. Uh Then he turns back towards the audience and raises the uh, raises the pointer." Maybe I can casually scratch it with one smooth gesture toward the easel. Next panel, Dilbert's back home. He's sat in his purple armchair. Dogbert's on the footrest watching him, and Dilbert's nose is bandaged up. There's a good chance they thought it was part of the presentation. Did the paramedics remove the pointer, or just tape over it? That was that was a good one. Da, 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 da. Dilb. Dilb. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not that's not bad. That's a decent Dilbert, I would say. I I, I wanna say the the lady in the first panel, the lady in pink, is probably the most human shaped character I've seen in Dilbert yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh she scares me. <coughs> she gives me a great big boner. Lady in pink. Just kidding. Oh god. I would like to critique one uh element of this comic though, if I may. You may. I don't like the word bubbles in the last panel. Dilbert's one is way too close to him. Mm-hmm. And Dogbert's one has been poorly planned because it ends on it with then a huge white space. Yeah, you're right. The the margining for the like the, for the text isn't that great. Would never happen in Merry Hell. I can assure you. <laughs> okay, it wouldn't be syndicated and they wouldn't make any money off of it, but it still wouldn't happen in Merry Hell. All you need to do is add Dogbert and you're just submit to the newspapers and you're in. Yeah, just add, add Dogbert to Merry Hell. I, I thought you meant add you. a second Dogbert to this comic and resubmit it <laughs> as your own. That's even better. <laughs> so we have a look at the uh, comments for this comic? Natch. Let's do it. But first, I'd like you to guess what score this was given by the... Uh, okay, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess uh, 4.5 out of 5. God, what do you reckon? I'm going to guess 4 because I actually enjoyed it. And <laughs> It is a 4.5. It is a 4.5. That, that 4.5 uh, has no bearing on my opinion toward the comic. It's just the writing on the wall. It's always 4.5. <laughs> That's interesting. Now, if you mouse over the stars, you can see what the criteria are. So one star is bad. Two stars poor, three stars regular, four stars good, and five stars gorgeous. So gorgeous. we're somewhere between good and gorgeous. That's yeah, we're somewhere between good and gorgeous. Gord. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> pretty gourd comic. Zip, we got Zippy Nine Z chiming in here twelve years ago, and he says, Two injuries in two days. He's a fast healer. <laughs> Two injuries, two days. I really He's like that bitch. concept. <laughs> that everything that happens to Dilbert could potentially carry over into the next strip. There's an interesting interaction here at the bottom with Kobeck saying, It was impossible not to see it coming, and I still chuckled, really enjoying reading all these Dilberts that I have never seen before. And then the Dilbert wizard, 
Uh-oh. twice Uh-oh. to Kobeck, and he says, "You chuckled. I laughed out loud. I love reading all these classic Dilworths." <laughs> Guys, he, wanted, he really wanted Kobeck to understand that he liked Dilbert more than Kobeck, <laughs> as befitting of the Dilbert wizard. You piece of shit! You come back here and you read my Dilberts, and you don't come back default. here and read my Dilbert, or else. <laughs> <laughs> he man, I can't see. Read Dilbert to me. Hello, <laughs> okay, Skeletor. First, I let me take out my you, eyes. Skeletor. <laughs> that Put comic sucked. <laughs> he man, that comic sucked. <laughs> like it's He Man's fault. <laughs> you read it wrong. <laughs> Bring me Scott Adams. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> bring me Dillman. <laughs> Skeletor Dillman is not real. <laughs> Dillman what? is no more. <laughs> he was he man, I'm lonely. <laughs> he Orko. was hanged over a volcano. <laughs> Orko fucking loves Dilbert. Uh, I love Dilbert. Funny. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, you love Dilbert Orko. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I used to love, yes. love, Finally. love Orko when I was a little kid. I love Orko. I've got a little Orko action figure. I, I think I might. Oh wait, no, it's probably uh, incinerated. <laughs> I, I took all my He-Man action figures and, and incinerated them one day just because oh. it was lava. Uh, I was like, oh, the <laughs> lava's coming to town, I gotta throw him in the thing. Lava's coming yeah. by, gotta get your stuff ready to throw into it. Yep. Um, couple more comments before we move on from Dilbert, okay? Uh, Angriest Beaver, four years ago, says, Until I read these early strips, I never realized Dilbert was an engineer. I thought he was just some cubicle monkey that pushed around imaginary money. <laughs> That's fair. Deep Dilbert lore, yeah. But Todd Vance... Says, you, he's taken issue with this. He says, you know what I do when I need to scratch my nose during a presentation? I just do it. People aren't that infatuated with you. They notice every little move. Unless you are Tina the tech writer. Fuck that must you, be a character Dilbert. Yet to be introduced. <laughs> That's a rival comic. Um, and Peacemaker says, That's gotta hurt! <laughs> That's he's gotta hurt! Not wrong. Especially if Uh-oh. the pointer is still stuck in his nose. Like Especially if they taped says. over it, yeah. <laughs> it's right up his that's nose. What, that's what he said. That's what someone has said. That, 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 that. Deep Deepak deep, deep, deep says, I love the way Dogwood managed to sneak in an implied insult about Dilbert's long, pointy nose. I think he may have imagined that. They say it's still stuck in his brain to this day. I wouldn't say that Dilbert has a long, pointy nose. I'd say he has a short, bulbous nose. I wouldn't say that Dilbert has a long, pointy dick. (laughs) It's a short, bulbous dick. (laughs) I mean, we're never going to see Dilbert's dick. We've seen his butt, but not his dick. Which is a shame. In the the Dilbert cartoon, cartoon, you see his... In the Dilbert cartoon, you see his ass within, like, one minute of the first episode. Because they got nothing. They're like, oh shit, we don't have any jokes. Show Dilbert's ass. 
<laughs> it's, shit, it's the first episode and we didn't put a single joke in it. just showed up its ass. <laughs> they like started animating and they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Hurry up, write this thing. They're animating. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny concept. Get on a plane to Korea with the script. They're animating it as we're speaking. You need to get over there right now. I hope some of them can speak English. Oh, no. I don't know a word of Korean. Oh, no. I accidentally went to North Korea. <laughs> Kim Scott Kim Adams Jung. Adventures in North Korea. Oh, no. I, I like Kim Jong-il. He's my friend. <laughs> hi, Scott. Oh, Hi. Um, see you later. Bye. See you, Scott. Thanks for popping in. <laughs> he was just he was just walking by the window that we have open. Mm. Yeah, that's how it works. He likes to keep an eye on us. He wants to see what we're up to. <laughs> well, I didn't say he didn't have bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got bars. I'm a rapper. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, let's hear your cover of Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh God! Well, he ran the family with a pocket full of Dilbert. <laughs> oh my That's God! I hate pocket. myself. I hate myself. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker, man! Jesus Christ! Woody Woodpecker! Woody Woodpecker! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> no it's like the one sick animation that you haven't uh, seen at this point. I see. <laughs> well, let's I mean, see. the thing with Woody Woodpecker is most of the cartoon characters, like Bugs Bunny, like you don't, you like Bugs Bunny's likable, right? I mean, he's an, Woody he's Woody an asshole, but he's a charismatic yeah. asshole. He's not but annoying. Woody Woodpecker, you just want to snap his neck and end his life like the instant you see him. I do. I do want to do that. I ain't going to fuck with this guy. And have, and will again. <clears throat> My, My name is three words, and they all mean penis. Woody Woodpecker. Imagine just your name is Woody Wood. Imagine if your name was just Erection. <laughs> My name is <laughs> Erection. Erection, get down I, here! I am Erection. I am Erection. Erection, get up here. Uh, get I'm up sorry, here. Dad. I was I'm, doing my homework. I'm trying to stretch. <laughs> I can't reach up. Erection sorry, is Dad. I was just coming. Dad... Oh, jeez. Why did you name me Erection? <laughs> I named you after the one thing that I could never have. <laughs> so I didn't name you Erection. I named you Eric Sean. You just call yourself Erection. <laughs> Eric. Because you're weird. <laughs> Eric That's Shin. not a real name. My friends call me <laughs> Erection. Shut up, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have friends. <laughs> you're lying. My best friend... Penis and ding dong. 
Maybe if you quit hanging out with people named Penis and Ding Dong. <laughs> and here comes my other best friend, Balls. Yo, what's up? It's me, Balls. <laughs> I hear you guys. I hear you guys are fucking talking shit about my man, Erection. You know, I've actually seen this bit in real life. Um, A buddy of mine... We were, like, visiting his mom. She was having some, I don't know, some bullshit going on in her house. And um, she started talking about, like, what she would have named him if not his name. His name was Chris. And he was like, I hate the name Chris because it sounds so generic. That's something mm. he'd always said. And we go to visit his mom and she's talking about, like, he asks her, like, did you have any other names? Because I'm interested in changing my name because I'm tired of being called Chris. And she's like, well, I was going to call you John. It was like, John's even worse. It's like, yeah, but your middle name would have been Eric. And they're talking, and I'm sitting there, taking these two puzzle pieces and cramming them together in my brain. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, John Eric? Generic. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and they both stopped and looked at me like I had yelled an alien profanity. <laughs> <laughs> because I, oh, man. That was such a funny, funny moment, because he was like, holy shit, I'm glad you did not name me that. <laughs> His mom was like, holy shit, I'm glad I did not name you that. <laughs> he was complaining about having a generic name. His name literally could have been John Narek. <laughs> so I'll never complain about being Chris again. <laughs> and his surname is P-Beef. P-Beef. Chris P-Beef. I don't want to order any pea beef. <laughs> eat, shut up and eat your damn pea beef. You got shit for breakfast, dinner, for dessert. It's too salty. <laughs> you shut up and drink your own piss and eat your own shit. <laughs> what an awful childhood that must be. <laughs> yeah. Eat your shit. <laughs> it's just like... The most comically abusive fucking brain. Mom, mom, what's for dinner? Your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's to drink? Piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Happy birthday, son! I'm gonna vomit on you now. <laughs> Here's your lunch, regurgitated baby bird style. Oh, baby bird. I mean, on his birthday, they just cut one of his fingers off. <laughs> Every birthday they do that. Guess how yeah. old I am. <laughs> well, and they, they donate $10 to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There you go. It's <laughs> a charitable nation in your name. They donate as many dollars as you are losing fingers. <laughs> And toes. They do toes, too. So he can, he can be mm -hmm, 20 mm -hmm. and still have something to cut. <sighs> Once you've lost all your fingers and toes and you've been alive for, like, 20 years existing only on your own piss and shit. <laughs> <laughs> After that, your life is a breeze. They, they give you, like, $10 million. <laughs> you get to live and do whatever you want. I mean, there is a bright side. You are allowed to cook the shit. You are allowed to, like, yeah, that's a good thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the right side of the whole thing. Thank God. Soy sauce. 
little bit of duck sauce. Flatten it out into like a patty and then put it in the toaster. You're allowed to do that. Deep fry oh. it. Yeah, de- yeah, you're allowed to deep fry it. Yeah, that makes it much more tu- much more palatable. Fucking gross. I, yeah. uh, well, I I can't imagine the smell of a deep fried turd. Oh. I can't. My imagination can't go that far. If anyone listening to the Dillcast wants to deep fry a turd and tell us, if anyone listening like, to the Dillcast wants to like hang up their podcast devices and stop listening, you can. This is fucking <laughs> disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I brought up a family that makes the Put children your either podcast device back on its receiver. <laughs> Put your podcast <laughs> reception device in its stowable container. Oh. I'm sorry Pippy about doopy. talking about the, the family that eats our own piss and shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was fine up until we were talking about, like, the preparation. <laughs> That's where the line was drawn, okay. Uh, yeah, they got they come home one day. And I like, don't know oh, why, boy. but it's like too fucking like real for me at the point okay, where you're I fucking. Apologize. You're taking the fucking that fucking your hot dog steaming hot hot dog logs and cooking them up and putting them on a fucking <laughs> bun or something. I don't know. <laughs> Make them up okay, like a I, corn I, dog. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I that it got that far. I apologize. I'm not sorry. I am sorry. I don't want to upset God. And you fucking, instead of mustard, you just piss all over your hot dog. <laughs> we don't have log. mustard. We have crusted. <laughs> instead of mayonnaise, we you have mustard. Oh, God. <laughs> Bustard. <laughs> for, for your birthday, you just get a cake that's just the bodily fluids of everyone in the house just mashed together. No, for your birthday, you get your finger cut off. You don't get a cake. You get your finger cut off and a cake. Oh, man. Oh, well, then I guess it's not that bad. No, it's not too bad, but, I mean, as I said, the cake is made up of all the disgusting bodily fluids of everyone in the house combined into just kind of a globule. That becomes a treat at that point, because it's not yours. Yeah, that's, I suppose that's true. It becomes something out of the Exotic. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, whose blood is this? It's delicious. Ugh. Okay, I want to stop now. I'm glad I ate before this. Yeah. It reminds me of those. Do you remember, did you guys? Do you remember those books that were called like Bafarama? Uh We had different gross-out books. I think. I think they were Americans, so you should be aware of these. I think that my mommy didn't allow me to get Barfarama. I wouldn't allow you to get Barfarama. I wouldn't allow anyone to get Barfarama. That's what this reminds me of. It reminds me of that. Just try to be disgusting for no reason. <laughs> You know what was really weird? My mo- my mom was like really like she didn't let me watch the Beetlejuice cartoon of all things. <laughs> well, Beetlejuice is scary. It is scary, but it was like so harmlessly scary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. To this day, when you see like a ghost that's like a, a white sheet, you just go, eh. exactly. Yeah, I've never seen the Beetlejuice movie. I really want to watch it. You've never That's seen something... the Michael Keaton Beetlejuice? I've never, I've never seen it. I've never bothered to watch it. I've got it on VHS or something. I've oh, God. To we got to watch it before the next podcast. I'd like to watch the Beetlejuice movie. That's what it's called, right? The Beetlejuice movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like uh, a, a very Beetlejuice movie. <laughs> I remember the cartoon being really cool looking. Like, great animation, like, great designs and stuff. That was great, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, like Beetlejuice World in the cartoon was because I I really don't know what it's like. What is it? The afterlife? Is it like is because it's like a whole bunch of dead? I'm just gonna call it Beetlejuice World. Beetlejuice yeah. World in the cartoon was very stylistic. It was fun. Um, here comes Beetlejuice. I remember one episode they were trying to find a new brain for his car. <laughs> it was like because it actually <laughs> ran on a brain <laughs> in the engine. Well, that's fun. Here comes Beetlejuice, here comes Beetlejuice, right down Beetlejuice land. <laughs> I, I will check it out sometime. It is, it's on my list of, like, why the hell have I not watched this sort of thing. It's like I already watched The Godfather, like, a few months ago. You. What kind awesome. of Italian are you? Get the Beetlejuice, I want you to shove this butter up your asshole. You know, I, since gonna, the last podcast, I, I was morbidly curious, and I watched a couple of clips from Last Tango in Paris, and I thought to myself, like, why is this a movie? <laughs> did, did you watch the, get the, did get the butter? No, I, I couldn't bring okay. myself to, to seek out that clip, That's nor fine, do I man. think it's actually on YouTube. I relegated no, myself. it's probably not on YouTube. It's probably not on YouTube, no. Yeah. It's probably on Pornhub. But I was like reading like all this shit and and it's like like apparently that actress like wasn't treated too yeah, well. It's and... it's really bad. I think I mentioned it on the podcast last time. It, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, that's some me too shit. It's very unpleasant. Uh and that's why I made light of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just a great dude. I I remember I'm sure, reading I'm sure in, in solidarity for in solidarity for that scene, Marlon Brando actually put butter in his own ass too. I was I thought you were gonna say in solidarity he he took butter out of his own ass, <laughs> cooked it's it. My my special butter, my butt butter. Oh <sighs> my name is Marlon Brando and the shit. Because of <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's all he says. Yeah, and that shit. The horror, the horror, the um, because of his incredibly fatty diet of exclusively cannolis and absurdly fattening Italian foods, he does actually just shit sticks of butter. My name is Italian Brando. Uh, I'm doing this impersonation by like. Getting in a fetal position and and like yeah, yeah. fucking caving in my fat gut with my thighs, yeah, like and squeezing like, your stomach. I'm doing this impression by eating cannolis and taking hey, shit. Hey, bitch! I want you, fucking bitch! I want you to shove this butter up your ass right now, you stupid bitch! I saw this it. one scene though where like the the girl is like jamming her face. Huh. Jamming her fingers up his ass while he's saying all this fucked up shit, like, I want, I want you to fuck a pig, or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, Marlin, where did you get, where did you learn this? <laughs> Marlin, young man, Marlin, where did you Marlin learn how to Brando. say that? His mum goes, Marlin James Brando. Where did you learn such stink mouth? Uh, now you go and you sit on the steps and you put this stick of butter in your asshole right now. And think about what you did. 
Oh, to circle back to Paris and to circle even further back to uh, Ricky Bobby and uh, Sasha Baron yeah. Cohen. I, I, I remember I showed like a couple of clips of that character to my French friend. And his reply was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I felt really good for introducing <laughs> him to really such... Good. I felt it's good. Really, for... It's really cool that you've got a French friend, man. I'd love a French friend. Yeah, I, I speak, I, I, he's my friend as, and he's like the biggest Berserk fan in the world. How big is he? Like, uh, Does he think that Berserk is très bien? Yeah, he thinks it's très bueno. Très bien. Berserk. I'll be Bezirk. back in a couple minutes, guys. Talk amongst yourself. I've got to go to the bathroom. Gob's taking a dump. I might be, I don't know yet. Well, let us know. I'll let you know in a couple minutes. I was trying to. You should take, you should take the mic in there and record all the sounds because <laughs> at this point, like. I probably could because I got wireless headphones. I can hear you guys talking, and my microphone <laughs> cord is pretty long. But I, I wouldn't do that to the listeners. To you too, maybe, okay. but not the listeners. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. It would be massively gross. Did you know that there was a book based on the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, I bought it for my friend who loves Mortal Kombat and, and the Annihilation book as well. I sent it to them. I'd like to read it myself, actually. I had the Annihilation book, but I didn't have the first one. Mortal Kombat, here's a Mortal Kombat, it's, it's a Mortal Kombat, here comes Mortal Kombat time. It's weird to read about what happens in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. weird to try to, like, picture... The the you know the zany combat antics of the game in mm. in narrative form like when you're reading it, it's like oh yeah Cyrax hit Sonya with an uppercut oh <laughs> like you read so those words. <laughs> now, see, I read the um, and from I had the corner the... of my eye. I caught a, a strange man's face popping out of nowhere as he screamed in a falsetto voice, "Toasty." <laughs> I, I I have read the um, I'm like a really big Mortal Kombat fan. Yeah, how big are you? And I I mean I read the Malibu I think comics back in the day. They're incredible because every time anyone speaks, they refer to themselves as their name, like in the third person. It's really jarring <laughs> because they want to like they want you to know who everyone is. Like Sonya Blade doesn't like, think this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It's, it's like that. It's like, yeah, subs. Now you face Sub Zero. Sub Zero will destroy you. <laughs> I am Sub Zero. It's me buying my stuff. Sub Zero is Sub Zero. Fight Sub Zero, Scorpion. The best thing about the Mortal Kombat movie, and everyone says this, is the fact that Reptile has the announcer announce him. When he appears, and he's the only character. He's the only character who gets that, so you know he's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> reptile. I remember. God, that. I love Shang Tsung in that movie. I just love that movie to death. It's so much fun. Yeah, Annihilation is very bad. <laughs> Did any of you guys watch the new one? Uh, uh-uh. yes. Any good? Um. Nah. Okay, ish. It's it's okay if you're you're looking just to have a, a fun little time. I think Kano makes the movie. Like Kano's a lot of cool. fun, and I there's like a the, lot of like uh, really like kind of cheesy, 
like Mortal Kombat ish stuff, and I, I like that. Is there a volcano? That's cool. Yes. Nice. <laughs> More lava talk. I um I like to the lava cast. I they've been doing these animations called Mortal Kombat Legends. Lava line. They did Scorpion's Revenge, they did Battle of the Realms, and they're both like R rated cartoons made by like the DC animation team, I think. Well. They're really good. They're really fun. They're like properly like gross and violent as well. That's pretty I recommend cool. Them. I'd re- I recommend checking them out if you if you you know if you feel like it. They're Mortal Kombat Legends. They're worth a look. They're rather good. Man, Scorpion. Mortal Kombat Scorpion. One, Mortal Kombat Two, are fantastic games. I I haven't and three. I haven't played the rest. Oh wait, I, yes, I, I, I played really a little bit the, of eleven. <laughs> that was neat. I really liked the PS2 ones, though. I didn't, I didn't think they were actually good games. You know, <laughs> I just kind of dug them. Um, and I like the new ones, like nine, ten, eleven, etc. I really think they're really good. Oh man, Although I'm, I'm just a bit, there's a bit too much focus on um, microtransactions and shit. You know. Oh, that blows. Yeah, they, they I hate that character. <laughs> Microtransactions and shit, yeah, he's, he's a really bad addition. Such a, oh, such okay. a cheesy character to put in a fighting game. He does a combo and a payment window just shows up in the battle. <laughs> <laughs> you give him a dollar and he deletes your opponent's health. <laughs> That's his fatality. You can do it any point. Capitality. When when I moved to California, when my family moved to California for the first time, um, the movers stole our family's Sega Genesis uh, along with all our games. So, yeah, that sucked. That's Um, fucked up. Very fucked up. So my dad was cool enough to to buy us a ps1 along with nice. like uh twisted metal 2 Not and awesome. mortal Kombat awesome. trilogy and like some other i think crash bandicoot that's bad yeah yeah i remember really loving the shit out of mortal Kombat trilogy even though it was essentially just a compilation of like the first three games yeah but that shit was so cool i i love that sort of like Oh fuck! You can play like all these stages, and yeah, yeah. It had like every character, every stage, every move, more or less, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was, it was like Mortal Kombat Three played... Ultimate or something. Yeah, pretty much, and they had new characters in there as well. I, I, I still think it's funny that when you play as Shang Tsung, if you do the morphs, you have to load. Like the game pauses to load. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. What I like to do is I, and I still like to do this because I'm a sick idiot, is go on MAME, put the cheats on so I can't lose, and go to the end of Mortal Kombat Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 so I can watch the fatality demonstration. Because when you beat the game, you can watch the fatalities. Like, there's, a, there's one of the rewards you can choose, is to watch every fatality. Mm. And it's kind of cool to see how absurd they are. In the new games, they're so gross. Yeah, there's, they are. You know, good, they are so gross, it's almost in- intolerable. But in the old games, they're <laughs> hilarious. It's like, 
this person's got 600 fucking thigh bones. I think that... <laughs> he explodes it, into a cloud yeah, of really... femurs. Mm. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> That's a lot of ribs for one guy. Because <laughs> I, I remember when I first, I remember when I first saw the in the original Mortal Kombat, because my friend had the SNES version which didn't have any blood, right? But when they I had like sweat. It, yeah, yeah, and no, the fatalities were in there, but they were really lame. They weren't like proper fatalities. They were just like you'd do a low kick, and then they would just fall over, and they would say fatality. <laughs> yeah. But then I, when I saw the, like the original version and Scorpion did that rip your head off with the fucking spine attached. That's Sub-Zero. I, yeah, Sub-Zero, sorry. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Because that is still awesome. Yeah. I, I didn't like it when I was a kid. I thought it was too violent when I was playing it with my cousin. And he's like, oh yeah, check this out. I'll uppercut you and you'll get impaled on these ceiling spikes. And then your mm. impaled corpse oh, falls yeah. to the ground, bloody. And I'm like, oh, I'm sick. So that makes my stomach queasy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too much. But I got over. Can we play? Can we play something nice instead? I want to play like clapping tiny tunes. Can we play Tiny Tune Adventures instead? No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> We're going to watch Faces of Death. Oh. <laughs> No! Oh, no! no. no. Oh, that poor monkey! I would, I would. There's have... Kano and Raiden. There's also Shanks. I can't fucking improv Tiny Tune combat. There's Kano. Oh, there's there's Raiden. Man. There's also Sonya Blade and a bunch of guys. other fighters in the Mortal Kombat. Bat. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Mortal Kombat. And now Com- I'll kill this guy. Oh, you mean Mortal Kombat? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, boy. to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> All fatalities are available at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, that website's still up, Zombocom. I'm so happy about that. Me too. Goro could jerk off four dudes at once. It's pretty badass. Uh, six dudes if he's laying on his back. Shit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and he should be. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Okay, I think it's probably about time to wrap up the bill cast for today. Uh, got an ad if anyone... Yeah, absolutely. Alright. It's not very... I don't... I don't... I don't have any faith in it, but which one of you gents wants to read, I'll read this it. sponsored advertisement? I'll read it, All right. I'll read it. All right, Grisbert. <laughs> <laughs> it's the go. Star Wars Alien Bar song. Listen to the funny song. Lots of aliens drink alcohol in the Star Wars. Did you know that this is actually called fucking jizz? (laughs) It is called jizz. It's true. Mm. Yep. All right. Oh, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking come. (laughs) Did the, um, did the... Who came first, Han or Greedo? Who came first? (laughs) Who came first? Uh, It was actually Jabba. That's why he's all slimy. (gasps) (gasps) Did did the sponsor uh, specify any kind of voice they wanted for this? 
Um, he did. The sponsor did not specify uh, a no, voice. So uh, I'll let you. Sucky it is. Come. It's an advertisement for a movie. Yeah, which so I'll, I'll leave actually, it up to you. I figured, and it it starts with "in a world," so there's only one voice that you could do. In a world, in a world filled with bears of all sizes, oh, Jesus, big, small, and little, comes a man <laughs> who redefines barity. Little bear, he loves his mom. He has friends. He has a gun. That's right. Little Bear has a gun now. And he's not afraid to blast bullet-sized holes in every bee to get what he wants. Honey, join Little Bear and his best friend, Academy Award-winning Looney Tune Porky Pig, as they fight bees and strangle Winnie the Pooh. And I can't think of anything else to say. So I guess I'm finished writing this synopsis. Ten out of ten, writes the ghost of Siskel and Hebert. Inspired, I cried at the part with the bees, shouts Rotten Tomatoes. I fucking can't live anymore, cries old man on his deathbed. Finally, a little bear for big boys, interjects Sir Mix-a-Lot. Little bear... Big World, rated R, coming soon to a theater near you. So that was pretty really good. That's our new sponsor, Little Bear Big World. <laughs> I'm, I am, I am hype for this new twist on Maurice Sendak's classic IP, Little Bear. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Little Bear was Maurice Sendak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The guy who did where the where the wild things are. Yeah. He did Little Bear as well. Yeah, he did Little Bear. What? I didn't know that. I love Little Bears. That's crazy. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he, crazy. He, I, I had that's amazing. I had no idea. He wrote some nice. He wrote some nice books for little folks. All right, ladies and germs, let us plug away. Stubert. Those yep. are plugs. Okay, uh, I'm, my name's Stuart Jip. Uh, you can read my webcomic Mary Hell at maryhellcomic.com and it's getting a bit crazy at the moment, though I'm going to say this, I'm going to announce this, although I already have, at the end of the current story arc, which will probably end at the end of March, uh, I'm taking a break. I'm going to pause the comic. I'm going to stop doing it for a bit and do something else while also working on Mary Hell. So it's going to go away for a bit and it will come back. I'm working on a crossover comic with Matty, who makes Visuals for Friends. And we're going to do a Merry Hell slash uh, Visuals for Friends crossover. It's going to be good fun. Whoa. Uh, we've already started planning it. It's just a separate thing. It's going to be available as like a digital download, like a free comic, basically. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think you're going to like it. Um, and even if you like Visuals for Friends and you don't like Merry Hell or vice versa, it's going to be like half that. <laughs> so you can enjoy half of it and not enjoy the other half. Um, I'm also work. Oh yeah, uh, if you got any writing work, please give it to me because I'm now part time. Uh, I need it. I need the work. Uh, you can find my work on Nintendo Life, Retronauts, Push Square, Retro Game Magazine, Sega Power Magazine, and various other outlets. Uh, Lock On Magazine in the future, hopefully. Uh, okay, that's all my plugs. 
Alright. My webcomic is called Please Forgive Me. I do it with my buddy Yosef. The website is plz, the number four, g-i-v-e dot m-e. You can find me on Twitter at gobblatula, g-o-b-o-l-a-t-u-l-a. Uh, Grizz, what do you got going on? Uh, I would like to shout out uh, Little Caesars Pizza for always having hot and ready $5 pizza pies. I don't like them, and I don't buy them, and I don't want you to go out and buy them because I think they're gross, but they've been hard on that pizza grind for like 40 years. So get out there, and if you want to eat some trash pizza, that's where you can find it. Trash pizza. It's hot and it's ready. (laughs) That doesn't mean it's also good. It's hot. All right, folks. That concludes our Dillcast. As they say in all countries of the world, um, they say, same Dilbert. I forgot the saying. <laughs> same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. <laughs> Dilbert sucks. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! Yeah.